Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. With me for tonight's episode of this playoff edition of Five on the Floor is Brian Fonseca. You can follow him on Twitter at Brian Fonseca NY. We are going to get into the Miami Heat's unbelievable, just absolutely against every Vegas trend known to man in terms of the betting world. The NBA world counted them out. Heat fans counted them out. Heat Twitter really counted them out. (laughs) 119-114, they win behind the most epic Jimmy Butler performance in his career. 56 points on 19 of 28 shooting for reference. Dwayne Wade's career playoff high is 43, if I remember correctly. Um, And LeBron's was... Uh, what did I say earlier? 45 against Brooklyn, Boston, I think. Boston, the Boston game. I think he had, he had 45 at Boston. Game he had six. 45. Uh, you're, you're right. So those don't know like, if he got more than that in a game, but it wasn't. He didn't get 56. He didn't get 56. <laughs> so this is of, a, of epic pro- proportions, and we are going to talk about it. But before we do, I want to tell you about two of our great sponsors, and they're both um, uh, kind of the same but very different. And let me tell you why we have our official gambling partner of the five reasons sports network and a five on the floor. And that's better edge. What is better edge? Better edge is a social better betting marketplace where users buy and sell betting positions without a VIG instead of a traditional sports book where the book sets the price. They accept your bet. They take fees and pay out the winnings. Better edge marketplace connects users on opposite sides of the bets at their own set prices. So if someone creates an order for $10 on team a and another user creates an order, for the opposite bet on that same team. Uh, They will connect those bets and they will make sure that uh, you get your bets filled. It's super fun. You can get the lines you want. This is a social betting marketplace, Better Edge. Use the code 5RSN to get $20 to play. That's Better Edge. 5RSN, that gets you 20 bucks. And then our daily fantasy partner, which everybody knows that we're playing it all day, every day, and that is prize picks. Use the code five F I V E to get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. It was extremely fun tonight. I went over on um, Caleb Martin free throws at one and a half and I hit that prop. So that was good. But my bam three and a half assist did come up short, uh, but it's a lot of fun. And especially during the playoffs, play the different sports that you like the props that you like your favorite players, watch the games, win money, use the code five F I V E to get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. That's prizepicks.com or download the app prize picks. Use the code five F I V E. J-I-M-M-Y, Jimmy Mother Bleepin' Butler. This is unbelievable shit. And I'm going to start in the first quarter, Brian. 
this might be the most incredible fourth quarter shit I ever seen because this roster came out and they looked like shit. They did. They weren't ready to play. You came on playback hot for a reason, rightfully so. <laughs> and um, it was because Jimmy was dragging their asses dragging. in that first 12 minutes. He was 20. He had 22 points, nine of 10 shooting. That's a pretty good game for anyone in the playoffs. Good game, full game. That's what he did in the bleeping first quarter. Jimmy Butler was absolutely incredible in this game tonight. I'm not going to go over a stat line yet because I want you to wax lyrical on what you saw from Jimmy Butler against Milwaukee. The Heat take a commanding 3-1 lead. They hold serve at home. Thoughts on Jimmy. Thoughts on the Heat's victory. The mic is yours. When I saw them begin at a 15-5 deficit, I jokingly put in our five reasons chat two two <laughs> because it just it just looked awful to start, and then Jimmy Butler, as you said, dragged them with twenty points in the first quarter, or was it twenty two? I don't remember. Doesn't quite matter, but he went off in the first quarter, dragged them to within striking distance, and then it grew frustrating throughout the first half where it's like Jimmy's dragging them and then they started making another run but then they couldn't get stops the end of the fourth quarter the end of the third quarter they were down i think double digits greg right they were down 11 points at, after three quarters i believe yeah, yeah it, it extended actually from seven at halftime if i remember to correctly to 11 so they went in the opposite direction which did it didn't make us feel good continue on. it looked highly discouraging from that point and it was like, how are they going to put into this lead without hitting some shots, getting some stops, you know, play basketball, play good basketball. And then Jimmy Butler just starts going insane. Caleb Martin was a big part of this, starts going insane, just making plays both ends. He, he looked like a mini Jimmy Butler out there, honestly, which is what Ethan and you have kind of compared him to. Like he's, he's like off the bench Jimmy in terms of what he can replicate on a on a night-to-night basis if he can do it consistently um in terms of just the overall impact and being able to guard multiple positions and hit occasional threes even though it looks weird he can actually hit them at times which he did we also got along to typical Caleb Martin fashion and uh he was making plays on the defensive end he was he showed you that his athleticism uh he was making plays and I, we'll get to Bam in a little bit. But this is another case where offensively, it is what it is. He didn't bring it. Defensively, though, they don't win this game without what Bam and Kyle Lowry provided defensively down the stretch. And then Jimmy Butler. His career high before this was 53 in any game. It was a regular season game January 2016 when he was with the Chicago Bulls against the Robert Covington Philadelphia 76ers. This was... Uh, Joel Embiid's second season sitting out. So he wasn't even playing yet. And Ben Simmons wasn't even on the team yet. So this was a, a bad Sixers team. Jimmy Butler got 53 on 15 of 30 shooting. And this was in a game that went to overtime. And we were on playback going nuts because he had 37. And it was like, is he going to get 40? Is he going to get 45? Is he really going to get 50? He's kind of ha- he's going to have to get 50 if they're going to win this game. They're not going to win this game. It's going to be 2-2 and then, you know, whatever. They had a 
wait, he has 51? He's up to 50. He has a double nickel? Like, it was just progressively on and on and on. This is, at any sport I've seen, one of the baddest motherfuckers I've seen in a playoff type of setting. In 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 a setting that matters, in a game that matters. He's top 10 in the regular season and top three in the playoffs. Like, it just is what it is. And this is why people want... Like me, I want him to have help out there. You don't want him to have to go through 50, 56 points to take down the Milwaukee Bucks, but he did it. It was a legitimately legendary performance. Like we're not even gas bagging it. This will go down as one of those type of performances. They're up 3-1 on the damn one seed in the first round. Uh, the historical context of this, like this this shit just doesn't happen. And eight seeds don't have a Jimmy Butler, which is why you're you're setting yourself up for something nicer that we could talk about later, big picture. But Jimmy Butler is that dude, continues to be that dude. He's 12 years in the league and he is playing like somebody who's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. And so another sidebar to Jimmy is that uh, in the second half particularly, although they did battle back, and I do want to commend them because there were a couple times where they got punched right in the bleeping mouth early in that first half, and and they came back. But Duncan Robinson, um, he was three or four. He's adding offense. Spolstra showed this adjustment where Haywood Highsmith and Zeller kind of got minutes, but Haywood Highsmith was kind of the defensive guy and Duncan Mm -hmm. Robinson was the offensive guy. I like what they did there. Um, Bam Adebayo was in foul trouble. I don't know how much of that just facilitated some of that by virtue of the fact that Bam was in foul trouble. That's why Haywood Highsmith got that minute got the minutes that he did but the first play of the second quarter was a dribble handoff for uh duncan robinson and then they started with that high pick and roll stuff for the pull-ups and such and all of that i love to see them playing into his strengths because they needed someone else to step up duncan is having a good playoffs at this point and i think that that is a key to this but i know you mentioned um kyle lowry as being a big piece of this and caleb martin so from your perspective on those two guys who both came off the bench because i kind of just talked about duncan robinson specifically max Struess had another weird stinker that's going to start to become a conversation here although i don't think they're going <laughs> to adjust lineups anytime soon so don't even go there but the other bench guys caleb and kyle brian um what did you see from them that you like particularly though in the second half when like shit started looking weird and you didn't know if it was going to come back i know jimmy kind of willed that so it it um it makes it hard to evaluate, right? Because yeah. Jimmy was just going nuclear. But I do think Caleb Martin in particular, but also Kyle Lowry deserves uh, props for the way that they played in the second half tonight. Kyle Lowry really engineered some things defensively. I, I'm i going to look. He ended the night with one steal, and it felt like so much more because the deflections, the on-ball defensive activity and pressure – and really forcing some stops and some turnovers down the stretch was a big part of that. Caleb Martin also, they were kind of tag teaming there in the backcourt, right? And this is this is a duo that you you probably like wouldn't expect to see them coming through on the defensive end against the Milwaukee Bucks down the stretch, particularly on the Kyle Lowry side, because defensively it hasn't been as consistent as some people would want. Caleb Martin defensively, like he's very good when he's uh, on the perimeter typically. Um, when he's inside, you know, there's only so much you could do, right? They brought it. 
They forced the turnovers. They helped engineer those key stops. Bam Adebayo also was a big part of those stops uh, on the defense. Uh, Giannis down the stretch and forming that wall that we saw during the bubble series and why they were successful that first time. And he was able to help. And he he just stood there, just pe- just peeled back and was like, all right, Giannis, you're going to run into me. I'm going to get this stop. And he did it multiple times down the stretch. And Kyle Lowry and Caleb Martin doing a great job on Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, two guys who did not kill you tonight. Yeah. Brooke Lopez did. Giannis was was pretty much Giannis, Giannis. for the most part, right? Um, like 80% Giannis or 90% Giannis. But, man, without Kyle, without Caleb, this doesn't happen even perhaps and without Bam defensively, this doesn't happen without the Jimmy 56. Uh this does the Jimmy 56 would still be in play, but you don't get those stops without that trio of Kyle Lowry, Caleb Martin, and Bam out of bio making those stops defensively. Yeah, I I was really um pretty damn surprised that uh that the bench played as well as they did because there had been um i just i didn't know what they were going to be able to go to now vic was out of the rotation so they obviously were lacking stuff they were having to rely on gabe early and gabe looked like he was being rushed um so gabe and max both had weird games overall and kyle and caleb made up for that um in large large part haywood highsmith had his moments uh, we're going to talk about the fourth quarter specifically, and we're also going to talk about yeah, Bam Adebayo because we need to get into his performance tonight. And so we're going to address that after the break. Uh, but before we do, I'm going to tell you about one of our great sponsors, one you know well and connected to me because um, I'm always doing these live reads. We had no disasters tonight, folks. And if you're a South Florida property owner with, insur- with an insurance claim, if you're dealing with water, mold, fire damage uh, at your home or business, are you having trouble finding a local five-star rated general contractor that's fully licensed, certified, and insured? The answer is you got to go to Water Cleanup of Florida. They're here for you 24 hours a day with over 60 years of combined experience. Michael, Robert, George, and the team is prepared to handle any size property damage disaster. You hear that? Any size property damage disaster. Water Cleanup of Florida is also licensed general contractor, so they provide A to Z service, one-stop shopping. They are uh, an authorized dealer of Eurocraft cabinets, so Premier Kitchen, Bath, laundry, cabinetry, countertops, other accessories are available for your viewing at their showroom in Boca Raton. Or if you prefer to shop from your home or office, Water Cleanup of Florida will send you one of their design specialists for design specialists with samples and products that fit your style and budget. They're really going above and beyond to get involved in so many different aspects of improving your home and protecting your home. Call Michael at any time on his personal cell, 954-579-0356. That's 954-579-0356 or the website wcufl.com, Water Cleanup of Florida. They got 80-star, five-star reviews on Google and Facebook. If you have the schmutz, they have the guts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, 
How would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. So I couldn't defend Bam. Me Not either. tonight. Me either. He started out and he was tentative. He missed easy shots. He looked indecisive. He didn't look at the basket. He was not controlling his dribble, super loose with the handle. That was killing me. Missing defensive assignments. I'm telling you, I felt bad. I mm-hmm. felt like, holy shit, we're watching him melt down in front of me. And mm-hmm. that is scary. Um, He did some things in the second half that were better. And um, all is not lost, but Bam has to continue to play better. And the microscope's going to be on him when you have a player of Jimmy Butler doing these caliber things. I I will I do want to make everybody clear that in a regulation game, if Jimmy Butler scores fifty six, you're not going to have three other guys that have twenty and twenty one and twenty four. So keep that in mind when you're looking at the scoring in relation to the percent to total scoring. Bam still had 15 points here, but he was inefficient, and we know what we saw. The eye test proved it. Brian was particularly pissed off when he came on playback to start the second half. <laughs> Tell us why, because I think it will help the li- the viewers that were on playback who are maybe now listening, but also the listeners who weren't watching along with us, why you were so frustrated before the second half. I'm not going to bore people with a long preamble. What I will say is that Bam was good, legitimately good in game one. Um, and I thought he was pretty good in game two, but they just got the doors blown off them. Uh, and then in game three, he was fine. You know, it wasn't great, but it was like, whatever. That's kind of how the game played out. I don't think it was awful, right? This was inexcusable. I hold Bam to uh, a high standard, as is Greg. Greg, uh, outside of me, biggest Bam supporter at this network. He probably is, if you include both of us. Um, I'm probably second, maybe third behind Alex in terms of people who who, who have that belief in Bam. And um, look, I'm the guy who in 2019, 2020 was comparing him to Kevin Garnett and the things that he can do. Like, that's kind of what I've seen in terms of that being his ceiling. I think defensively, um, it's, it's some of that is played out, I guess. But offensively, you're not quite there. Don't know if you're going to get there. Right. And it's just watching him in the game. It's like it's it's not even it's not missing shots. Right. You want him to hit shots. You want him to take shots. But it's more like just the indecisiveness, fearing Brooke Lopez, who is somebody that he is a matchup problem for, using his speed and agility, playing him the right way, um, not attacking with intent to sort of finish and get fouled and get to the rim at the same rate that he was before, going away from the things he was doing earlier in the regular season where he was successful, that the mid-range was very, very strong. Oh, this is something that we've seen uh, in past uh, in the past season as well. And 
ultimately it's like the dribbling for me and just the predictability going up and easily yeah. just getting stripped like a like a like a child like like brooke lopez knows what you're gonna do poke flicks it away same thing with Giannis. poke flicks it away surprise bam only had three turnovers it felt like it could have been six or seven yeah and it's like i tweet and i tweeted out because to me bam's off the table but i've tweeted out earlier during the game when as this was going on like he he's not looking untradeable tonight it was some variation of that and there were there was something else in there that i can't remember what and a couple of my friends texted me they're shocked because they know how much like I'm a proponent of this dude. Still am. Again, you don't you might not win this game without the stops that he got on Giannis in the defensive end late in the game. But mm-hmm. listen, man, like when Jimmy Butler's out there dropping 56 and Bam's the number two, and it gets magnified when Tyler Hero's not there. And you you just can't see him doing that. You need you need to see him be more of a running mate. I think in a perfect world you have a creator there, and you know you've said in a perfect world maybe that's Tyler. Maybe it is if you have a better roster. We'll see. And and Bam is your number three option offensively, so that defensively he can really continue to be that dude. He is the only player. I will reiterate the only player in the NBA who has been top five in Defensive Player of the Year each of the last four seasons. It was him and Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert was not there this year. It's only been Bam. Top five depoy each of the last four seasons. And each of the last four seasons have been the only four seasons that he's been a full-time starter because his first two years in the league, he was off the bench for he who shall not be named as some people would joke uh, in Miami, uh, who's now balling in Puerto Rico. So shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just like Bam, Bam can't keep doing this. Like he can't keep doing this because you know, Pat Riley and this organization looking at Jimmy doing this and they're going to want to get him help. And how do you best do that? And Bam, Bam being on the table is going to be a question if he doesn't turn it around during the playoffs. And he's had a couple good games, but it hasn't been strong enough. And this, this was absolute. This was just outside of the fourth quarter defense. Not good, not good at all. Yeah, and um, there's no way to sugarcoat it. Bam Adebayo has to be better, and I think he knows that. I'll be interested to see how he responds. There's been games where he's played bad, and then he's gone up to places like Boston, and he's responded. Um, Brian, you have something to add? It's important to note that at the end of the game, Jimmy Butler, uh, I I don't remember if Ali LaForce asked a question about like, or that he looked he looked like an MVP. Whatever it is, she said, I forget. But shout out to Ali LaForce. Whatever it is she said, prompt Jimmy to say, oh, no, Joel's the MVP. Joel yeah. Embiid tweeted, Joel Embiid tweeted after the game or during the game or at some point, playoff, all caps, playoff MF Hemi Butler. We know what the MF stands for. You're damn right. And yeah. I think it's, it's just worth mentioning. It's not a coincidence that uh, he's mentioning Joel and Joel is responding favorably. Um I love that they're doing more Bam and, and Jimmy two-man stuff, so I hope that we get to see more of that. But really, everybody, this is an absolutely legendary um, stretch, and Jimmy Butler is – he's having one of the better shooting stretches in modern playoff history in these last few games. He's just absolutely killing folks. He um, was 4-4 four four of the night from three. Uh 
He had 22 in the first. I'm just trying to slide through some of these numbers. It's unbelievable how well he played. <laughs> three of three at the rim, eight of 10 at the in the paint, five of seven from mid-range. All the length that they tried to throw at him, they didn't bother him. Um, so just really take in the fact that this team is up 3-1. They head out to Milwaukee. Milwaukee's going to be a tough place to get game five. I don't expect for them to close it out. It'll take a, a really unique performance that will change my entire perspective on this team if they go up there and get that. But they come back to Miami with another chance. They got three shots to get this done to move on to the next round. Uh, Brian, final thoughts. What I, I one, I think the Heat close us out in six. I think they do it on their home floor. I think Milwaukee uh, beats them in Game Five. I think that could potentially be a blowout. That's like, oh, 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 what's going to happen here? And then they close it out at home. I, what I want to see is more than anything else from this team is I would like to see Bam just put it together and not overthink, not maybe psych himself out. And not just on the defensive end, because we've seen him put it together in the defensive end. And as I mentioned, top five deep point last four years. But on the offense, not just hit shots, but really attack with intent, not get po- not get the ball poked free and this just elementary shit. Like, don't look like you suck out there. You know what I mean? You have people making fun of you saying you look like Bismack Biombo and shit. And we heard the legendary story that Zach Lowe reported on where Bam is 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 being questioned as to whether or not he could guard a guard. And the Heat are putting him through all these drills, and he's yelling, you got me fucked up at Pat Riley, or however that story went. We want that's more the, of that. That's the guy that I want to see, because that's not always the guy that we see, at least on the offensive end. I feel like we do see it more defensively, right? And I, I, I That's where I'm at, is I want to see I – don't, I don't want to see Jimmy Butler have to get 56 points – for this team to win a game. And it's going to be Bam magnified now with Tyler Hero out. And this was a series that with Bam, it's going to be tough for him in general because let's be honest, Brooke Lopez, Giannis, you know, you have size you could throw on him, but you have to take advantage of when you have Drew Holiday, when you have Pat Connaughton. Because Charles Barkley, we should mention this, Charles Barkley and Shaq on TNT were saying this about Bam at halftime. They were kind of like, yo, if you have Pat Connaughton, put him under the basket. If you have Drew Holiday, then yeah. teams, teams are content. Milwaukee is content with throwing guards at him because Bam's just going to psych himself out and put up a weak shot or turn the ball over or whatever. Punish these motherfuckers. That's what I want to see. So um, I... I'm not going to give my game five takes yet, but I'll just say uh, that I'm definitely going to rewatch this one because this was a lot of fun. Uh, I went back and looked again and I forgot if I've already mentioned this. So sorry, I'm, if I'm having a senior moment, but Dwayne Wade was uh, 46 and LeBron James was 49 in terms of their highest playoff point total. So uh, Jimmy Butler was ahead of both of those. And that is unbelievable stuff. This is a night for Jimmy Butler to cement himself in heat history. Uh, and 
this was a huge win to go up three one against the one seeded Bucks who got Milwaukee back. They got that shot in the arm to guard mm-hmm. Middleton and Drew so well. Uh, it just it speaks to that maybe they've got a little more guts than we expected. It's not so pretty, but it doesn't have to be pretty to necessarily um, exceed expectations that we've tempered back a lot. Brian, thank you for joining us. Thank you to our sponsors, Prize Picks, Better Edge and water cleanup of Florida. Uh, make sure you check out five reasons sports, YouTube channel, uh, go to playback TV, uh, or watch playback. You'll see it pinned on my account on Twitter and watch the games with us five on the floor. will always have you covered throughout the rest of the playoffs. Let's go heat peace out. And Jimmy Butler, you are a legendary mother bleeper. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.